Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? It seems to me that authoritarianism now... I'm asking every American to mask up for the next hundred days. ...is being deliberately veiled in the insidious language of care, concern, safety and convenience. Safe and effective vaccination campaign. And a docile or terrified public is willing to participate... Get the shot. ...in this proposed solutions that usually involve giving up their freedom. With new vaccination requirements. It seems to me that we're in a time where we lurch from one crisis to another. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war. We are continually being invited to give up our freedom in exchange for safety or convenience. That's not with the law today. I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And it seems that this process is radically escalating. But we're being kept in a state of constant anxiety in order to induce compliance. Get the shot. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. You've just signed up for the WBR Army. Welcome aboard. This is the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program officially on the clock now. We welcome all of you who've downloaded the podcast. So it's just amazing. I never could have imagined that like in a year and a half, we would be almost at 2 million downloads. So thank you so much. Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite listening materials, I think you're going to like us. Give us a like, a follow, a share, maybe a five-star review. Appreciate you. Because this, you know, and I... I know that I would feel this way anywhere and not just an hour from where I'm sitting now, but that's how close East Palestine, Ohio is to our radio studios. And we went there a year ago after that train derailment. And I will tell you, it had been two weeks after it. And Brock and I both had the effects the burning in the lungs, the coughing. I had eye irritability. My eyes were jacked up. Remember that, Brock? My eyes were messed up for almost a month. And that was weeks after it had happened. And sometimes it takes a monstrous fireball and choking black smoke and video of the water slick, the, the rainbow contamination in the creeks and the streams leading into the river and showing you the video of dead wildlife to wake up the rest of the country to show you the ambivalence the disregard the the disdain for we the people we the people matter not at all And it is insulting. And then a year later, when it comes out that all of a sudden now Joe Biden's going to go to East Palestine, Ohio. For what? To do what? To help someone, to provide relief, to open up some channel of, of payment to those who have lost so much? To announce a, a new initiative to ensure that That the children who were in utero when that happened or were just little babies who might have ill effects because of the air or the water will will be taken care of? 
Nothing. It's a photo op. A photo op. And it's a picture nobody wants to see. Corinne Jean-Pierre is going to try to weasel her way out of a very basic question. Why? Why after a year? After a month was too late. How is she going to get out of this? Listen to the question. Listen to the answer because she does not even know how to pronounce the name of the town. It's sort of like how she didn't know about the three army reservists. Didn't know their names. Didn't care. You'll hear the same disregard for we the people here go east palestine why um why did the administration decide that um things have i guess coalesced and it's now the time for uh president biden to go so uh the mayor and uh, community leaders invited the president uh to meet with uh, east palestine uh, residents and also assess uh, the recovery uh, progress that's been going on uh for some time now as you all know that is all nonsense that's all filler words that's all gobbledygook garbage verbal spaghetti is what i call it and do you do you notice what she does when she knows she's in a pickle I have to tell you something that's total garbage. She does this breathless, well, look, uh, 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 you know, uh, as we've been very clear, as we've said from the be, all of these are stall tactics, filler words that say to you, we don't care. We don't care. Everybody knows we don't care. We're getting absolutely clobbered in the ratings, in the polls, rather. Now this is our, 11th hour scramble to create the illusion because our entire as that new open that you just heard if you're listening to us on the radio everything is predicated on some guise of safety taking care of you there's always some big thing going on and they've got to be there to protect you we're there of course they're the ones who are doing the destroying audio soundbite number two this is when she this is the lie that She's going to tell you that, hey, look, Joe Biden's a man of his word. He always said he was going to go. He's going to stand up for that. He's going to he's going to be true to that. Joe Biden stands by his word. By golly, don't you know how much he cares? See if it works on you. Go. And so the president had always said that he would go when it is most helpful uh, to the community. And with this invitation, obviously, uh, very recent, Uh, and the current uh, status of the recovery, we felt that the time was right again. We got an invitation from the mayor and community leaders to uh, to come very, very recently, and so we are working uh, with them to figure out uh, the best time to do that in February. Exactly what's the best time for what? What are you going to do? How could it possibly be of any benefit? And what's this recovery? What are we recovering? Are you moving out the toxic materials? Have you been able to do that? What kind of recovery are you talking about, Corrine Jean-Pierre? And she thinks that this is going to work, right? This is what I always do. I always sit here. I always lie. I give you the same stories. I give you that breathless stall tactic of suck. I sound ill-educated, but look, you're not supposed to criticize me because I'm a black lesbian, right? 
That's supposed to make me untouchable, so watch it. You know who's not fooled by this? The dude who's the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio. His name is Brent Conaway. And I want you to hear this because he had the greatest line when it was revealed to him that the president of the United States is coming. Listen to this. You know, about four weeks ago, the East Palestine mayor uh, released a statement about this possibly happening. The president <laughs> is always welcome to our town, he said. That being said, I don't know what he would do here now. We're going on a year and nothing from the White House. The best time for him to come would be February of 2025 when he's on his book tour. Kelly Saberia, <laughs> Fox Business, caught up with him after the news today. Take a listen. I wrote a letter to him uh, about a month ago saying that, you know, I think he needed to come and... I was gracious in the letter. Uh, I think he needs to see what's going on here. Do you still stand by that comment about the book tour? I 100% stand by the comment about the book tour. I I think that's the best time for him. Him personally is, hit, you know, his Joe Biden. That's the best time for Joe Biden to come. Uh, I think the best time for him to come would have been whenever he, you know, whenever this happened. Yeah, a year ago. The best time would have been a year ago. See, showing up is half of it. See, when you say that you care, you show up. But of course they don't. And this leads to audio sound by three with Corrine. And this is a report. A reporter said, now this is a really long question. But l- listen to this question. This is where it has it has gone to now in the, in the press room for Corrine Jean-Pierre. Go. Can you just square, you know, the mayor has made some comments, reported comments that seem less than inviting to President Biden to come while praising former President Trump as actually having more impact on helping the situation, getting the ball moving as things have happened. Um, Does the mayor, one, want President Biden to come? Uh, And Two wise, from what you're saying, yeah. he's inviting him. Yeah, he is. I mean, I'm assuming he wants him to come if he's inviting yeah, well, him. What's the why is he also at the same time? Have you got? Have you guys gotten a sense? And does it matter to President no. Biden that he's at one end? He's sort no. of, I don't know, dunking on him while yeah. also calling him to come and visit. Wow! If brevity is the soul of wit, we have an absolutely zero media. Does the mayor even want him to come? Of course he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. And she's laughing about that. This is her answer about this is the people's president. Listen. The invite came from, from the mayor and, and uh, other folks on the ground. So I think that's important, right? The mayor obviously wants the president of the United States to be there. The president has always said he is a president in, for folks who live in red states, for folks. folks who live in blue state. Doesn't matter if you're in rural America urban suburban he is a president for all and so let's just never forget that let's just never forget that ladies and gentlemen don't you feel like that every single day this is the guy who's out there he's fighting for you and your families he's fighting for your children he cares about our troops he's all about american exceptionalism isn't that the vibe that you get hell no and she knows it and it's gonna get more desperate It's going to get really desperate, and it's going to get insulting. All right? I'm going to warn you, (laughs) because here it's going to come. How about the big question? Will Joe Biden drink the water in East Palestine, Ohio? Pretty important when the water supply is contaminated. 
Oh, listen to the answer. I got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. If you are someone who likes authentic people, and I think that's part of the reason why this program does so well, I think it's obvious when somebody cares. It's obvious when somebody speaks from the heart. It's it's obvious when we collectively grieve for a community, whether it be East Palestine or it's Lahaina or, or it's Fort Myers or whatever that gets clobbered by storms. We are good people. We care. You don't get that. There is a realness. There is that authentic flavor that your bso meter picks up on immediately when these people open their mouths. So Corinne Jean-Pierre is going to try to spin her way, pretending to be concerned about the people in Ohio after that train derailment. And again, struggles with how to pronounce the name of the freaking town. Go. If you think about um, what happened uh, in East Palestine, East Palestine oh. on day one, on day one, within hours of the derailment, we were on the ground Please. at the president's direction within hours. And uh, and he sent personnel there. This is the president sent personnel, personnel there, EO, EPA, DOT, FEMA, HHS have all been on the ground uh, to support the community. What have you done? Till this day. They're still on the ground today. Mm. And so, look, the president has been very clear. Anytime very there clear. is a situation that happens uh, in a community that is devastated uh, by what, whether it's a whether it's a derailment or oh uh, a natural disaster, obviously, the president says this all the time. He is there for that community for as long as it takes. What? What? And finally. Is he going to drink the water? Because we know the water sucks. Flint is still waiting for drinkable water. What about East Palestine, Ohio? Listen to the answer. She calls it a political stunt to ask him to drink the water. Do you guys think so? Because I'm where I'm sitting. Having clean water is kind of imperative from a president who from day one was on it. And then next month, when the president is in East Palestine, will he drink the water there? I mean, look, what I can tell you is the president's focus has oh been to do everything that he can to support this community from day one. Mm-hmm. We get what's going on on the ground. We understand what's going on. That's why we've had the EPA. That's why we had DOT. That's why we had HHS. That's why we've had FEMA on the ground. That's all she's got, guys. Um, you know... She's this reading. is not about some sort of like political stunt here. This is not about, this is not what this is about. This is about this president being a president for everyone. Oh my showing Lord. Up, showing up for this community. That's what this is about. Wow. I'm not going to get into some sort of no. political stunts about drinking, about drinking water. What we're going to focus about is making sure they have what they need. And the president was invited by the mayor, by community leaders. He's going to show up. He always said he would be there when it was the most helpful. Wow. And a year later, when he's sucking wind in the polls, that's the best time. That is your Democrat Party. That is your Joe Biden administration. Don't you feel it? Don't you feel the love and the concern and the care? We're not going to fall for a political stunt. It's called water. 
Can they get some water that doesn't suck, Kareen? I'm not going to play your games. Really? How long is Whoopi? Do we have time to throw her in? Not really. Not really. All right. I've gone too long. But when, when we come back, and, I, and we're going to hit it right out of the gates when we come back, because you've got to hear this. We tell you that there are some who will not be saved. Do you know this? These are people in your life who are products of a very myopic view of everything. And it comes from the New York Times and the Washington Post and USA Today. And it comes from MSNBC. It comes from all of these outfits, right? What does the person who consumes only that garbage and never opens up to anybody else's point of view, does not hear other voices, but is singularly focused and is brainwashed into that one paradigm. What does that person sound like? It sounds an awful lot like Whoopi Goldberg on The View. And while it's against my better judgment, it's important that we understand there are some people who will not be reachable. They are incapable of taking a step back and saying, you know what? Uh, I might have been I might have been conned here. I might have believed the wrong people. They might have lied to us. Whoopi Goldberg is incapable of self-reflection or honesty. And what she drops, it's a minute and 30 seconds, is indicative of what people who are products of the Democrat propaganda machine are. You'll have to hear it. You will. Next hour. No, well, it's not a new hour. We'll be right back right after this on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so we ran out of time in the last segment. I want you to hear in just a minute and 30 seconds what it sounds like to be a regurgitator of garbage globalist propaganda because it's Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know if this was yesterday. It was recent. And she says she's deeply concerned about the soul of America, right? That, that people have lost faith in the country. And I don't disagree. I think a lot of us have lost faith in the last several years in a lot of things. But you've got to hear how she says this. And then we'll bounce off from there. Here's Whoopi Goldberg. What's interesting for me is that people's faith in the country is waning. Yes. That's, the, yes. that's the thing that's yes. pissing me off. Because, in fact... There's a reason Joe Biden ran the way he did. There's a reason he's running for democracy now, because that's really what's at stake. You worried that it you is. can't pay your bill? Wait till he, the other guy becomes president, and you won't have to worry about it because you'll be in some camp somewhere, because that's his promise. <sighs> his promise to us is he's going to force people to do his bidding. That's what he said. I'm with this. I'm going to be good on day one and I'm going to turn into this other person. So here's the deal. This is all up to you. This is all up to you. We can sit up here till we're green in the face. But this really comes down to the people. What is the country you want? Do you want the country that you kind of thought you had where we all get to say what we think and we don't have to be afraid of being American? 
and believing that, yeah, there will be people who come in and some will get in quick and some will take a different route, but they're coming here for a reason because they're living in a place that's not good for their families. If you're okay with that, you understand that, then fight for us to find a better way to make immigration work. Fight for that. Don't fight for keeping everybody out because then we all have to leave. I don't even know where to begin with that. Whoopi Goldberg thinks that we live in a society where we can say what we want. No, you can't. I told you yesterday about the story of the of the woman from Massachusetts, mom, who went to petition her lawmakers. At the end of the COVID insanity, Massachusetts didn't want to let go of the tyranny. They still had certain requirements to show vaccination or to show negative testing, to mandate the masks. It was over. We'd moved on. Massachusetts hadn't. And this mom was tackled and handcuffed and then charged with disorderly conduct and assault. You're not allowed to say what you want in this country, whoopee. Because if you were, I wouldn't be permanently lifetime banned on YouTube. Why was I permanently lifetime banned? Because I asked questions. Because I said, does anybody else out there feel kind of weird about all of this? Shut me down. Too dangerous. That's not America. Trying to say that Donald Trump is going to come in and put you in a box. He's going to put you in some kind of a camp. That's just disgusting, wrong rhetoric. Now, the thing that is encouraging to me, she did not have any audience support. There were no cheers. Nobody was clapping when Whoopi Goldberg was saying, can you imagine when Donald Trump comes in, what's going to happen to your money? Yeah, we can because we had it. And now it's gone. Because of you people, whoopee, being conned. Holy cow, that is so sad. By the way, quickly to refute her commentary about the border and about how we need to let all these people in because they're fleeing something. You're wrong about that, whoopee. Because we could tell you five things that Joe Biden did on day number one. When he became president of the United States, let's put it up on the screen so you can see this five different emergency or executive orders that he decided to pull. How about this? January 20th of 2021, President Biden issued an executive order further entrenching the DACA program, signaling to illegal aliens that his administration supports amnesty and that illegals need not fear coming to the U.S. or worry about being, you know, caught and sent back home. He also then revoked a Trump era executive order that was designed to ensure there was meaningful enforcement of U.S. immigration laws. Huh. How about that? Whoopee. Number three, the administration issued an e uh, an executive action ending limitations and restrictions against immigration from certain countries associated with terrorism. That might have been important. He decided to open that up. Whoopee, if you wanted to get educated. Four, President Biden terminated the national emergency at the southwest border, thereby halting emergency construction of a border wall. Without a wall, people come over. Whoopee. And finally, President Biden 
unveiled the U.S. Citizenship Act, which would provide amnesty to millions of illegal aliens in the United States, demonstrating intent to reward illegal border crossers with a path to citizenship. And by the way, that's what the Senate is all working on right now. Nothing to seal the border. Everything to make it easy for the folks coming across. So, hey, whoopee. The next time you want to sit there and you want a grandstand and you want to tell everybody what it's going to be like when Donald Trump comes in, suck it. Because not even your audience is buying your shtick anymore. Let's move along. Now that I'm all fussy. Darn it. (laughs) Hey, man, I'll tell you, when you're fussy, you are alive. This is what you get when you vote for Democrats. How's that whole lenient bail reform thing going in New York State. Well, we've got a little audio for you. It's a news report. I think you should hear this. As a gang of immigrants brutally beats New York Police Department officers. Hmm. The five migrants get arrested, right? Do you think they served any time? Did they go to jail? Is anything happening? Of course not. Because now we want to just let everybody go. Cashless bail, hit the streets again. Sounds perfect. Listen to this news report. Five suspects in this brutal attack on NYPD officers have been released without bail, arrested and released. The attack happened near a migrant shelter in Times Square. Fox 5's Lisette Nunez is there. And Lisette, it took a few days for this video to surface, but it is unbelievable. Yeah, it's definitely tough to watch. It's horrific, and police did put that video out. And shortly after putting that video out, as well as pictures of the suspects, well, they were able to make additional arrests. Let's go ahead and take a look at that video. So this happened around 8.30 in the evening on Saturday. According to police officers, they were trying to break up a group that was acting disorderly near Times Square. Police tried to take one person into custody, and that's when things took a turn, and the group began attacking the officers. The group is seen kicking and punching the two officers at the scene. Police initially arrested four people and then a fifth person on Monday. They faced charges including assault on a police officer, gang assault and disorderly conduct. According to the New York Post, those who were arrested and charged are migrants who were then released without bail. As far as the officers who were attacked, they did have minor injuries. They were treated at the scene, but they are expected to be okay. I also got off the phone with police this morning they tell me one of the individuals who was arrested, he's being identified as 24-year-old Jorman Reverend, who is facing robbery charges from a few other incidents that happened the last two months. Well, that's it. totally fantastic. It's not like that wasn't predictable. I'm going to take you back to 2019 because I remember it in the summer when Donald Trump said there is a caravan of human beings coming up towards our border, 2,000 of them in this caravan. And he was mocked. Mainstream media news outlets took their bilingual reporters and dropped them along the route with the migrants so that they could speak in Spanish to the people and convey to their listeners what a joke Donald Trump was. How do you like it now? He asked for what? Six billion dollars, eight billion dollars then to finish the wall, build the wall. And Democrats stonewalled him 
And now we have New York police officers getting beaten by gangs of illegals, right? Who are lousy human beings. She just said all migrants are awful. If that's what you heard, go listen to someone else. And now what is New York Governor Kathy Hochul's response to this? This is fine leadership, ladies and gentlemen. This is exactly what a Democrat would do. New York Governor Kathy Hochul suggests deporting mob of migrants who pounded cops in caught on camera attack near Times Square. Well, you don't you don't say. When Trump says one of his number one jobs. If God willing, the man wins reelection and reverses this hellscape that you and I are all living in on purpose by design. Don't doubt me. Number one thing he said he would do, get everybody out. How do you do that? I don't know. How do you afford that? I don't know. Maybe you go to the RNC and you say, hey, maybe instead of buying flowers and Instacart and Nespresso and consultants who tried to tell you how to suck less, Maybe you can help pitch into the effort to get rid of all of these people who do not belong here, who trample on every legal immigrant who went through the process, who got the sponsor, who took the classes, who got the lawyer, who paid the bills, who loves America, who bleeds red, white, and blue. Let's deport them. I think that's actually something that should be looked at, Hochul said. Oh, What a fine mastermind answer that is. It's like Corrine Jean-Pierre saying, Joe Biden, you know, he's going to do, he's going to go to East Palestine when the time is best for the people there. Which the mayor of that community aptly said was in 2025 when Joe Biden was on his book tour trying to hawk his memoirs because he's going to need some kind of expense money to cover his legal bills. How do the people of New York look at these look at these folks in any possible way? And we hear Andrew Cuomo wants to run for mayor. Really? The scum never escape, ladies and gentlemen. They never stray far from the swamp. It's too inviting. Ew. When we come back on the Wendy Bell radio program, Joe Biden caught on this hot mic. Who's going to close our border, Mr. President? The answer? Oh, boy. And the rebuttal from a Texas congressman. Next. All right, so I got I to play for you a couple audio sound bites. So an interesting way to document Joe Biden's changing tune on all sorts of things. It's all poll related. It's always too little too late. It's never authentic. It's not about American exceptionalism. It's not about America first. It's about whatever global cabal of suck he's part of. He's just the the empty suit pretending to run the show with Obama behind the curtain, making him dance, whatever the hell is going on. Common sense Americans hear it. They see it. They know it. Inaction equals I don't give a crap about you. Right? And then lying about it afterwards is is sort of like the abusive partner coming with roses afterward and saying, I didn't mean to, but 
you made me, so here's some flowers and let's just call it a day. That's more insulting. This is Joe, Joe Biden insulting people and reporters. It looks like Marine One is in the background. It's kind of noisy. The, the one minute that they caught him and he actually spoke to the media, the question is basically, what are you going to do about the border? What are you doing at the border? His answer in advance, because it's kind of hard to hear, I've done all that I can do. All right. So here's proof of this exchange. Go. With executive authority, is there more you could do? That's all I can do. Just give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got in office. Give me the border patrol. Give me the people. Give me the people to judge it. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work less. Does that work for you? Give me the people. Give me the power. Give me the money. Give me the judges. Give me the people. He has a pen. He signed 94 executive orders in his first 100 days as president. You think this dude couldn't make all this go away? And so America sees this. America knows this. Except those who are like Whoopi Goldberg, who are drinking that specific brand of Kool-Aid. And they've never experienced another flavor. They can't see this rationally. They cannot be constructive, objective, and common sense. Like the reporter you're about to hear, questioning Congressman Troy Nell's from Texas. And Troy Nels is, you can see the Capitol in the background. He's walking on the sidewalk. He's in D.C. He's smoking a cigar. I don't know if it's a lunch break. I don't care. He's with a bunch of other guys, and this reporter is going to bark out at him. What are you going to do to fix the border? I'm not so sure this cat was ready for the answer. Go. Representative, what have you done to fix our broken immigration system? Okay, let's get this straight now. If this is going to be on Rolling Stone, let's put it out there. (laughs) Congress doesn't have to do anything to secure our southern border and fix it. Joe Biden, you destroyed it. You can fix it on your own through executive order. You dishonest media people, the greatest threat to our country. Boom. The border can be fixed by Joe Biden, but he doesn't want to fix the border. Joe Biden's getting whispered. They're calling Joe Biden and say, hey, boss, guess what? Your approval rating's at 33%. It's in the toilet. And if you don't do something about security, the American people are paying attention to the southern border. If you don't get some type of border security bill done here, you're done. You're done. Now, why would I help Joe Biden improve his dismal 33% when he can fix the border security on his own? He can do it on his own through executive order. Donald Trump, the greatest president of my lifetime, he did it. We had Paul Ryan, he was the speaker. What did he do? Very little. We had both chambers, did very, very little. Donald Trump did it all on his own. So this bipartisan border security bill is not border security. And it won't be bipartisan. Why do you think James Langford has been censured or whatever he was by his Republican party, by his party, I think he's Oklahoma. He's the guy who's trying to work with the, with the Democrats, with Lindsey, with Lindsey Graham and with Mitch McConnell and with Chuck Schumer. And they're going to put together the Senate bill of suck that's going to still allow a steady stream of people who do not belong in this country to break the law and come here and feed off of our dime. He says it exactly the way it is. I will not help this president. I should say, by the way. 
Let's not forget about H.R. 2, ladies and gentlemen. Do you remember that? Because it passed the House on May 11th of last year with 219 Republican votes and zero support from Democrats. Why would you work with people who don't care about this country? H.R. 2, the most significant border security bill in the history of Congress, passed the House May 11th, 2023. H.R. 2 was received in the Senate on May 15th of 2023. There it sits. The total solution to border security for America. Gathering dust in the Senate because Joe Biden and liberal hacks like Chuck Schumer will not allow it to be brought to the Senate floor for a vote. So for everybody out there, including that reporter, including Whoopi Goldberg, including anybody who's a mouthpiece of this president, if you want a clean vote in the House on this looming, weak immigration bill you guys are going to try to push through, MAGA Republicans, I'm pretty certain, in the House will allow that bill a straight-up vote. If you first allow H.R. 2, a clean vote in the Senate, we're going to sit, we're going to vote on it, let's vote. Show where everybody stands on this. Because when people in the Senate, who are Republicans, vote against it, it's another signal of who must be weeded out. It's about half. It's the 107 Republicans who voted for the continuing resolution. Kick the can down the road. Don't buckle down. Make honest changes to what you guys are doing and how. But just kick the can down the road. The same way Biden and his crew are doing with the documents regarding Ukraine. If I, if I wait out the clock long enough, the buzzer ultimately will sound. And it will be game over. And I can retire into the locker room. Coming up. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. Josh Hawley absolutely eviscerating Mark Zuckerberg. When I say it's delicious, I mean it. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.